0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: You're listening to the Dana and Parks Podcast on KMBZ.
2: Big game Sunday night in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes' first ever true road playoff game. What is
1: going on with the complaining fans and the
2: practicing in so, Buffalo? Oh, what is the happening? the
3: excuses are already rolling in. Oh. The game isn't even... <laughs> Pile them
2: up, baby. So the, the Buffalo area including Orchard Park where they play is expecting anywhere between one to four feet of snow between Thursday at 7. PM and Saturday. Yeah. So obviously the the field should be technically ready. Yeah. Did you see their field the other day? Just sit where you want. (laughs) Yeah. The field was fine, but here's a problem. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, The home team may struggle getting its players and coaches into the team facilities for practices and meetings later this week, starting tomorrow night. A week ago, the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, issued a travel ban for the Buffalo area during the storms a week ago. There is not one currently in place. It's been removed. Okay, Um, Says the coach, Coach McDermott, uh, we've got a plan in place to make sure that we're getting the players in at the right time as well as the staff, and trying to be on top of that from a scheduling standpoint. So we'll handle it, confident in that. And the best thing
3: we can do right now is just have great communication for right now. Yeah, why wouldn't they be able to get to practice? It's not like you don't know the snow's coming.
1: Why wouldn't you? Well, if they've got that lake effect snow, you, you physically might be able. Weren't they talking about shutting down the
2: roadways last time? No, they
3: did. But what I'm saying is that if there's a severe storm here, we sleep in the station to make sure that we're on the air in the morning.
2: Yeah, so you're saying why not have the players sleep at the stadium? What, sure. I mean, there's only 53 players. Uh, there's probably more than 53
3: suites. They could all have their own.
2: That's, a, that's not a bad idea. Bring in 53 cots.
3: But instead, they, they got to move the game because the Chiefs are going to have an advantage. All right, story here from. No game. Tell you that
2: right now. uh, Fox Business. The CEO of a top financial services firm is sounding the alarm over a very ugly, his words, real estate market in the next two years. Speaking to Fox Business, Cantor Fitzgerald CEO Howard Lutnick said a generational shift is on the horizon, warning of a massive default in loan sales. Quoting here from Mr. Lutnick, I think $700 billion could default. The lenders are going to have to do things with them. They're going to be selling. It's going to be a generational change in real estate coming at the end of 2024 and all of 2025. We will be talking about real estate being just a massive change. $700 billion to $1 trillion in defaults coming.
1: He explained that high rates... Would result in commercial loans, quote, being wiped out. I think what's going to happen in loan sales, which no one talks about, are going to become a huge business because when mortgages on commercial buildings come to a trillion dollars coming due in the next two and a half years at these high rates, you're not going to get proceeds. Meaning, when you have a hundred and twenty million dollar loan on a building and someone says I'll give you ninety at a much higher rate. You throw the keys back to the lenders. Real estate equity rates are going to be in trouble. Is he also talking residential or well, just I, I commercial? I don't
2: read that. I, I read commercial.
3: Darn.
1: I've said since the pandemic that it looks like there's this over oversaturation of commercial buildings for sale. <laughs> Uh, Even even right around here,
2: Scott. All of these buildings are empty. It's it's gotten better, but there was a time, and I think a lot of I don't think this was economic necessarily as much as it was how much construction was going on. There was a time though, uh, when they were redoing Johnson Drive in Mission over here, oh, in downtown Mission, and I used to live in Roland Park right down the street, and I would drive through downtown Mission every single day. I remember counting the empty storefronts one day. It was a third, a third of the
3: downtown Mission storefronts were vacant. Well, but to your point, though, at the time, yeah, the sidewalks weren't even walkable.
2: Yeah. And just going downtown Mission was such a pain in the neck. Now, we
1: asked, because the rates are higher, is this something akin to what we saw in 2008? And here's one thing I found from Bankrate. No, when it comes to 08, experts do not think there is a housing market crash looming in 2024 because lending standards are much more strict now Mm. than they were With the crash that we saw in 08 and with still low inventory and high demand continuing, they do not think the housing market will enter a recession in the coming year. The the commercial rates that he's talking about almost sounds like what would happen if you were on an arm with your mortgage, where you got in at Mm 2.5, and now all of a sudden, if you're on an arm, you're you're exploding to 7.4.
2: Is
1: that how commercial... Real estate transactions are handled because that's what it sounds like the way
3: I read that. But I I can't imagine that
1: the the debt's coming due and people are going to go, yeah, no.
3: I can't imagine the residential housing market is going to come out of this unscathed because their prices have been inflated for the last three years. I don't mean inflation. I mean, the prices are higher because of a lack of inventory. We're seeing it with the car market right now. Listen Mm -hmm. to any commercial anywhere. Are you upside down in your car because you overpaid for it during the shortage of vehicles? Yeah, it's a great question. We'll get you out of it. The homes are going to have the same issue.
2: Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. I'll be the first to tell you, as if you guys haven't figured it out, uh, we are not realtors. We are not bankers. We're just three kids who got lucky and get to play on the radio all day. This is where we need your help. What does this mean? We're not economists. We just read stories and talk to you about them. What does this mean? A trillion dollars in default in a 12-month period? That doesn't sound good. 913 586 She is Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie III. And my name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Some really good text coming in. Uh, Residential lender here, we are stabilizing and have been for the last two years post pandemic. Prices for homes are right where they should be and should have been back in 2020.
1: Uh, However, let's talk inventory. Hmm. Um, The overall number of existing homes on the market, I'm not even going to give you the numbers because without understanding real estate, it doesn't matter. But it basically represents, Scott, a three and a half month supply far short of the five to six months supply in residential needed for a balanced market. Quote, there are simply not enough homes for sale. The market can easily absorb a doubling of inventory. But to get to a doubling of inventory, you need people to sell. Right. No one is going to sell and trade in a
2: 2% rate for a seven. Here's the thing. And, and I don't, I, I live on the outskirts of my neighborhood, on the far. In an eight-room farmhouse, baby? In, yeah, it's an eight-room farmhouse. Uh, Western the, Shawnee. It's in Western Shawnee, where we eat grapefruit coupon with everything. I cannot remember the last time I saw a house in my neighborhood up for sale. And if it is, it is gone, gone. like that. Gone in a day. Um, somebody writes in, our arm on our commercial loan adjusted. It's a three-year arm. The payment went up 32%. Yep. Super crazy. Yep. That essentially eats all of our profits, and to break even, we will need to increase our prices. To break even? Mm-hmm. To break even, we will need to raise our prices. Tell us if you know about commercial. Are all of those commercials done on arms? That's a great question. 913-586-7798. John in Olatha. John, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I, I believe with the commercial, uh, both uh, office and retail, the problem's going to be there's so many vacant, they're not getting paid so they can't make their payments. And if they want to get new terms, they can't afford the new
4: interest rates. So I, it's easy to believe it's going to be a big problem real quick.
1: So you cannot renegotiate the terms is what you're saying?
4: Well, if they, they they might be able to renegotiate, but it'd be at a higher interest rate than they've got, so they'd
5: put them in a worse position. Right, 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 right. Yeah.
2: John, do appreciate well, it. Oh, go ahead, c- continue. I'm sorry, I didn't no, mean to interrupt you. No, that, that, that's all. Okay, buddy. That's all. All, all right, thank be, you. be well.
1: So what happens if and when commercial crashes and residential is as stable as it can be with the rates that we're seeing? I mean, that's this is almost the opposite of what we've seen in years past.
2: But, but we've 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 known, even laymen like you and me knew that this was coming. I mean, how many times have we talked on the air about the empty businesses that we have seen just driving around town? And I I remembered something. The overabundance of inventory. Oh, yeah. Um, And I remember uh, I was driving on 435 the other day, uh, southbound, and there's a building off to the west. And it's roughly like 95th and 435 in Lenexa. There is, and I've been in this building before, so obviously there was a business that had rented space you know, businesses like yeah. the suites and yeah. stuff like that in all these big buildings. And I've been in this building before, so there was obviously some business that I had to visit. But this building is gigantic. I would say probably, and I'm just going off my mind's eye here, probably 10 stories tall yeah. and overbuilt. really long. We overbuilt. It is completely empty. The building's for sale. There's never a car in the parking lot. And it is huge office space. Huge. 913 586 Seven seven nine eight. Uh, somebody said sixty minutes recently did a piece on this. The national office vacancy rate
1: is thirteen point five percent, up from nine percent in twenty nineteen. Thirteen point five percent vacancy. So a four per, four and a half percent increase. I would have guessed it was higher than that. Mm-hmm. Just look up and down Shawnee well, Parkway. But, but look,
2: uh, and but, that but was compared still, to twenty nineteen. But you still
1: need dentist offices. You still need medical offices. That's one area that maybe is keeping it afloat. You, there, you might be able to send office workers home to work remote in
2: the business world, yeah. but not in medical and health. No. I'm trying to think of some other businesses where you would have to have a- Restaurants? F- well, of course. Grocery stores. Although, I, I, could, I could honestly foresee- I know. In the next 10 to 15 years, where grocery becomes delivery only. You pay for it, we'll deliver it. You don't need to go
1: in and thump that melon. I'm telling you, I, I have not been into a grocery store, to grocery shop, in maybe maybe once in the last eight months. I
2: think that's crazy.
1: And do you know why? Because I got a Price Chopper gift card from work to use, and it would not let me use it through Instacart.
2: Hmm. I'm going to the grocery store right after work tonight. I can't wait. I why? I love it. Oh my God. I it's love like, going, you're the going only to the guy that loves I the grocery store. I am. <laughs> I love the grocery shop. Uh, Christy in Lenexa. Hi, Christy.
5: Yes. Hi. Hi. I was just going to let you know that I have two buildings commercial, and I do not have an arm on either one of them.
1: You're thrilled for that.
5: Five, they will only do a five-year loan, so every five years I had to renew at the new interest rate. But oh. luckily... A year ago, October, I got them both paid off before all this went crazy.
2: So what is going on in the commercial real estate industry, since you're in it? uh, I'm assuming you would know. Is it just people going home and working Uh, from home, and businesses just don't need the physical structure anymore?
5: That's a lot of it, and people just aren't working. it's hard for some businesses to stay in business with no employees.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I, I know for a fact that the five houses that surround mine because i don't have anybody in the backyard it's a school uh the five houses that surround mine every single person works from home or at least one of the two adults in the house works from home listen to this from a real estate
1: website one potential solution to address the struggles faced by the office sector is the conversion of those spaces into residential properties mm. the shift to remote work during the pandemic has left many of the office buildings vacant And experts suggest expediting zoning changes required for office to residential conversions, which could address the problem of all of these vacant buildings. Look at what they've done downtown with the Western Auto Mm -hmm. building that is now super expensive lofts. Very trendy. And other, very trendy to do it. Why could you not do it with all of the office space? You could. You'd have to come in and put in walls and add bathrooms, Mm -hmm. but... They've done a remarkable job
2: of that downtown, as you were mentioning. Yes. You know, I mean, how many of those old buildings that we would drive by in the 90s that were just falling apart are now a beautiful... Refurbished, con- chic... Condo, they're not called, condo. yeah, I guess they called condos.
3: Yeah, condos. You're going to have uh, <clears throat> the companies that already own dozens and dozens of apartment complexes in the city uh, at City Hall screaming, do not change the coding for that property.
1: Mm. What would you rather have at that
2: or shuttered?
3: Why, why would they encourage that? The because the more availability you have, the oh, I see. lower their prices become. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, competition. God forbid. Uh, Chris on line two. Hello, Chris. Yes, me? Yeah go,
1: ahead. yeah, go ahead.
5: Yeah, I own quite a few commercial and residential properties. And what you have to consider, too, is not all of us are leveraged. A lot of us have these places that have been paid off. But the biggest factor into raising rents has been the tax increases along with the valuations. So it's it's if you have a paid-off property and you're keeping pace with the property taxes, even though you don't have a mortgage, you're still not making a whole lot of extra money. Got it. Got but it. but, but uh, there's a lot, of, a lot at play that was overbuilt for a lot of reasons, whether it's a Sprint complex or whether it's Cerner or whether it's a lot of the properties in town are really going to be a trouble because you know they're leveraged.
2: What is the what average length? Average. Hang, let me put you on hold because I'm getting horrible feedback. Uh, what is the average length of a commercial business loan? Because, like, with housing, you normally go in 15- or 30-year increments, Yeah. right? And a lot of people go with 30, and then they just try to pay it off early if they can. But, and, and I'm asking you, Chris, what is the average length of a loan for a commercial business? I is three-
5: to five-year arms when I did have mortgages on them. Okay. And
2: how quickly would you be able to pay those off?
5: Well, you always pay them off. Well, I do. A lot of people don't take the extra profits and roll back into them as a retirement policy, which mine were. But uh, people, if you take every bit of the money out of them and spend them, then that loan can catch up with you later for sure.
2: Okay. Chris, do appreciate the call, man. Thank you for it. Uh, Steve in Overland Park, 586-7798. Hello, Steve.
4: Hey guys, love the show. Called a couple times. Um, So, Dana, you had said that um, you were asking about what kind of terms people were putting mortgages on, and I'm a residential lender. Yeah. Um, Almost all of the loans that I've done in the past, I don't know, 8, 12 months um, have been adjustable rate mortgages, five years, seven years, 10 years. Um, And the beauty with that is that where I work, I won't say it for obvious reasons, but um, we offer a couple of different things you can do one of them is a modification it's a simple modification of your interest rate um, if the rates do come down uh, Usually there's a fee associated with that um, Ours happens to be a thousand dollar flat fee there's there's no request for additional income documents asset documentation we don't have to do an appraisal any of that garbage it's just your rate now is seven percent. the rates that are out in the market right now are five and a half percent you give us a thousand bucks we'll give you three pages to sign and we'll you know we'll get your rate down to usually it's about an eighth above what the going rate is now um so that's that's a lot of what what people are doing so the arms around five uh, steve those, uh arm rates yeah uh yeah they're getting getting down close to five they're about five and a quarter but what the best thing is is that your average life of a loan of a mortgage loan is about seven years. And that's because somebody either moves or they refinance or they pay the thing off. And so my question to people would be, you know, how long do you think you're going to have this mortgage loan? Well, my wife and I just built a house. Uh, We moved in in March. We kind of got the bad end of the deal because when we started out the deal, um, the interest rates were in the threes and we ended up having to sign in the high sixes. Um, we we were able to afford it, but it was a much different situation than what it would have been if we would have, you know, locked it,
1: when it earlier was. than that. Yeah,
4: so it's I, I understand that this guy's talking, and the reason that we got got on this conversation was because it's commercial. I definitely see that being a huge issue. Um, the guy who owns all of his properties that was talking a couple before me, that's awesome because he's I think he's a bit of an anomaly. I don't think a You're lot of these guys own the buildings. They're their commercial, right. So um, I don't know. It's going to be weird to see what happens. It'll be interesting. I think moving these things into condos, I think that's a really good idea. Um, at least it's better than having a, a giant building that nobody yeah. goes to that right. ends up getting terrible.
1: And so, make it anyway. affordable
4: housing, whatever
1: that means. Make that affordable housing. Steve, thank you for the call. It's the
2: keywit building in Lenexa that I was talking about. That's the name of it. I couldn't remember the name that's on the outside. It's yep. Kiewit. 913 586 7798 here on Dana and Parks.
0: Call
5: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: We'll grab Josh, and then i got another business-related story here that I think you'll find very interesting. Josh in Independence. Hello.
5: Hey, uh, Scott. How you doing today? We're
2: doing well, my friend. Thank you.
5: Go ahead. Uh-oh. Commercial property um, disaster of the, the times is the uh, world headquarters of the Cerner Corporation uh, was supposed to be at the... Uh, intersection of basically I-435 and 87 to Bannister Road uh, over in Missouri. In fact, they purchased the land back in 2015-2016, had 10 buildings planned, a grocery store, a strip shop, all sorts of stuff. Heck, in fact, even petitioning was granted their own zip code, 64092. <laughs> and then the pandemic happened, and 90% or more of their workforce went home, and then... Those buildings are no longer needed. And, yep. of course, they got bought out by
2: work. And they're monstrosities, well, too. Those buildings are huge. And, and, and don't forget the two Cerner buildings over at Legends Yeah, that are now empty.
1: Uh, real
5: Formerly
2: quick, did Cerner you
1: buildings. know it's not just the freezing pipes with you and your home? And <laughs> speaking of commercial, um, other people are seeing this issue over the last 72 hours, right? Did you know that Wyandotte County's City Hall is still closed? Because a fire water main froze and burst, causing flooding all inside KCK City Hall. Then we have the pipe that burst at the airport. And I think there was another building in Kansas City, Missouri, that I read somewhere downtown. It is KCK, Unified Government City Hall, is still shut down. Mm. Uh, It burst around 2 a.m. because pipes know how to do that. They strategically wait yeah, they until no one is in the building. <laughs> That's right.
3: Or everybody's asleep. It has nothing to do with the fact that the temperatures are the lowest at 2 a.m. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, by the way, we have mentioned a couple of times on this program a push to ban tackle football in the state of California. For anyone under the age of 12, we have an update. California Uh-oh. Governor Gavin Newsom says that he will not sign that ban okay. if it is passed. Good.
2: Um, All right, here's some more bad news. Global decision makers and the world's leading financial body predict that artificial intelligence (sighs) will result in massive job losses in 2024 and beyond. During the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, a survey of CEOs revealed that a quarter intend to cut their headcounts by at least 5% due to AI.
1: AI still cannot give the human contact and interpersonal conversation that you need when you need help. Have you noticed all of the places that will go, Hi, I'm your virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. Can I help you with something? If I'm calling, it means that the web was not helpful for what I need.
2: Uh, I have more bad news. Lay it on me. According to the survey, more than 30% of media and entertainment CEOs... Say they plan to fire workers in anticipation of AI advancements. It's media and entertainment.
3: I'll grab a box.
2: Making that sector, media and entertainment, the leader. In cuts. Followed by insurance, banking, and telecom.
1: Because think about it, in media, and that also includes Hollywood. Yeah. There are computer programs that can now do what six or seven bodies did. I Mm -hmm. would say the same thing for some medical research, Scott.
2: I have very little doubt in five years we're going to see, and there'll be a law that requires it, I'm sure. But you'll see when you tune into a program, this is Nostradamus Dumbass here just predicting the future. Um, at the beginning of a program, it will say, scripted by artificial intelligence. And then you'll just watch your show and you won't even think twice about it.
1: We're not there yet. It still sounds like this. I mean, it. I know,
2: it, but AI can write uh... and you don't have to hear it. AI can write very well.
1: Sometimes. That's true.
2: That's true. All right. Media companies are going to start trimming, so...
3: This is depressing. (laughs) Anything on a lighter note? Boy, I
2: don't know, man. Keep looking. Keep looking.
4: (laughs) I will
3: say that where AI isn't going to be able to do what a human can do is that all they can do is look at past movies and write based on what people liked. Uh, Not that Hollywood is... Flush with new ideas today, yeah. uh, but we're, that's going to get worse if AI takes mm. over. Uh, it
2: says here, last sentence in the, in the story, though, says executives might want to ke- uh, watch out for their own interests after Sports Illustrated got caught using AI to write articles. Yeah. The CEO of its publisher was fired. We're going to try to save a couple bucks. Didn't work. Let the computer write the stories. And the last AI story of the day. Uh, a teenage victim of non-consensual, sexually explicit deep fakes oh, God has joined Congressman Joe Morelli of New York to advocate for a bipartisan bill that would criminalize sharing such material at the federal level. Good. In May, uh, Congressman Morell introduced the Preventing Deep Fakes of Intimate Images Act, PDII. So
1: they're taking like an, a minor's face and image and then superimposing it over filthy content, Mm -hmm. and then trying to say that it's not
2: breaking a law because it's not really her. Mm -hmm. Good God. Uh, She says, I'm here standing up and shouting for change, fighting for laws, so no one else has to feel as lost and as powerless as I did on October 20th. The glaring lack of laws speaks volumes. Hmm.
1: It just hasn't caught up. The laws haven't caught up.
2: Okay. Uh, says one person, uh, for women and girls, the AI threat is not around the corner. It's here. That's from um, Marianne Franks. I- I'm telling you, that, that I-, I don't know the answer. I'm usually not one who supports the creation of new laws, but I don't know how you get around it. The... But- how do you know that it was created in the Here. United
1: States? Bingo. Bingo.
2: I mean, how do you track these people down? Telephone number is 913-586-7798, 586-7798. Uh, don't forget to check out the Dane Parks podcast, available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. We put every hour up on the podcast every day. Sam, in the two o'clock hour, we were talking about ads that pop up on your Facebook. You know, the ad about uh, hairstyles for women over fifty that mm-hmm. sent Dana mm-hmm. almost jumping out of
3: Big Brother third, always watching windows.
2: Yeah. But you had mentioned something called poppy or poppy.
3: Poppy, yeah. P O P P I What what is it? Is it a drink? It is a carbonated flavored drink, yes. Okay. Uh, I had never heard of it. Yeah. Neither had I until the other day.
2: Did you read the text from 6431? Who writes, just wanted to say I was driving home today. And when I got home, I turned on my TV streaming service. And immediately there was an ad for Poppy. There it is. After I had heard Sam say it on the radio. They're now getting into our brains. My phone was in my car with me. My phone is listening.
3: I didn't even say it, though. You said Poppy. Poppy. Well, no, 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 but when it popped up on my phone, Mary Beth just oh. looked at me and said, do you want a soda? And I said, sure.
2: Fascinating. They're in our minds.
1: Uh, at least you're not having uh, this Homeowners Week out of Lead yard, Connecticut. A Connecticut man is facing a number of charges after neighbors complained to police that he showed up and dug up their yard claiming they were pirates. I... WFSB reports that 62-year-old Mark Understat was charged with risk of injury second degree, threatening fourth degree criminal mischief, breach of peace and simple trespass after they received a call from a concerned citizen around 10:15 a.m. Saturday morning. The caller reported that her neighbor was digging up her front yard with a rock rake and refusing to leave.
3: We were just digging for the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Very treasure.
1: When they arrived at the scene, uh, officers say they learned that he had walked to the caller's property. But He believed the owners of that home and their family were pirates.
3: Don't you see the X marks the spot. The
1: caller's husband okay. confronted him and said, get out of my yard. What are you doing? He began to yell and scream obscenities directed at them and their young children. Then he started swinging his rock rake in the direction of the husband. Oh. That's when they called police. Yeah. Um, When he spoke with officers, he told them that he was actually digging up the yard because he thought they were trying to install a water line. He is being held on a $15,000 bond. And good. Houthi rebels have fired missiles at a U.S. warship. Yeah, I saw that, and there was a fire, but I read that they're okay, and they are returning to port. Are you seeing that? Well, let
2: me me get back into the story.
1: Are, Are we still not arming? The only thing I know about these... Ships out in the middle of nowhere, by the way, is from watching Captain Phillips. Are mm-hmm. we still not arming those container ships or other U.S. ships in those ports well, with anything well, other than a fire hose? Well, they,
2: they may be armed, but you have got to remember the, the Houthi rebels are not pirates; they're terrorists, and they're just sh- on shore shooting, shooting at people out, out into the into the, uh, red sea, De- the red sea. Yeah,
3: yeah. The captain has a handgun, but that's not going to do much yeah. for the rocket flying at them.
2: I'm telling you. Launch a missile to U.S. warship and and see what happens. Mm -mm. Not okay. Uh, Britain's Devon and Cornwall police are appealing for information from the public today. After seven giant tortoises were found dead in an English forest. Oh, no. Police say the deceased creatures appeared to be Aldabra giant tortoises, which are classified as vulnerable. Uh, The police say two tortoise bodies were found in the. Ashcliff's Forest on January 8th, five others nearby four days later. Say the police in Britain, we are appealing to members of the public for information to try to establish the circumstances around this discovery and identify those responsible. We would also like to hear from anyone who has recently purchased a giant tortoise in the area or knows of anyone who normally has a large number of tortoises. Tordi. Torti. but has fewer now.
1: Uh, We were laughing at this video out in the newsroom, although it's not funny. Uh, The police officer was not injured. Did you see the video of the man who took his boss's bobcat, and I don't mean the
2: animal. You mean the front loader.
1: And then went on a rampage in a Home Depot parking lot. The whole thing is caught on tape because shoppers were like, oh my God, what is happening? Mm -hmm. A Nebraska man allegedly stole his boss's skid loader, and went on a rampage, smashing it into police cars, parked vehicles, storefronts, and even an ATM. Steve,
2: I, I can't have you driving down the road in <laughs> a skyjack drinking beer. Come why don't, you, on, why don't you come on down and talk to me here for me. Let's figure this oh, out.
1: Man, I gotta
5: get back to work.
2: Nah, no, just come on down, we'll get this figured out and we'll no, get you man. back to work. No. Steve, come on down, no. Steve. Come on come, down. Come
3: get me.
2: me. I'll tell you what, Steve. We can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way.
3: Come on up. The hard
2: way on the way to jail, we're going to stop by the hospital.
5: Oh, maybe I'll come down. Maybe I won't. <laughs> maybe I'll come down.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> is 36-year-old Samuel Payrot, Uh and ain't no one laughing on Sunday when this happened, he was arrested on multiple charges, including second-degree assault and criminal mischief. Uh, the Lincoln Police Department said officers got there around 2.30 in the afternoon to a convenience store after reports of a man in a skid loader, quote, vandalizing vehicles with the machine. 911 calls came flooded in, directing officers then to the nearby Home Depot parking lot where this guy's driving the Bobcat. Now, what you have to understand is one of the officers is in, like, one of these police SUVs, mini SUVs. The officer goes around the Bobcat trying to, like, be like, hey, dude, what are you doing, Mm -hmm. bro? The Bobcat then just smashes into the police cruiser. He
2: raises the front. Leg yes, and, and sli- drops it, and drops it down, the and then, then tries car. to smash it through the window. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Uber is pulling the plug on Drizzly, mm. their uh, alcohol delivery service. <laughs> uh, the ride-hailing giant is closing the alcohol delivery service that it bought for a billion dollars back in October of 2021. Well, that didn't work out. No bad investment. Drizzly operated as a standalone app and a website, but it also found a second home with the Uber Eats app. Uh, In a departure from Uber's uh, gig economy format, Drizzly does not hire or contract its own delivery workers. Instead, it provides back-end technology that helps local liquor stores make their own deliveries.
3: All right. One million down the drain. They're
2: getting rid of Drizzly, but you can, (laughs) because it's important, you can still order alcohol through Uber Eats.
3: Oh, so they're just getting rid of the branding. They bought out the competition and dumped the branding, right. essentially. And,
2: and, and getting rid of the standalone app gotcha. and just run it through Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. You know, the app.
3: It's like the Internet. Yep. Uh, yeah, one and the same. Similar, one and the same. Mm-hmm. Totally Different. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: and the Greenland Ice Sheet has lost about 1,900 square miles to a glacial retreat since 1985, according to a new study. Uh, that is roughly an area the size of Delaware. Uh, the study analyzed satellite images to track retreat and found that the breakup of icebergs has accelerated in Greenland and that previous analyses analysis, might have underrated its influence. The Study was published today in the journal Nature, which sits on my coffee table. Uh, yet another sign that Greenland's ice sheet is melting at a hastening and concerning rate, according to scientists. I didn't know this. Greenland contains about 8% of the world's fresh water. I did not know that. Huh. Do you know you shiver when you're cold at your body's way of warming it up?
1: Yes. Do you know that they are still being told in Topeka to boil their water, and now they're (laughs) being asked to run all of their faucets 10 to 15 minutes to flush out 40 gallons per household to try to get them back to the point where they can use water for cooking and drinking after a pipe burst there?
2: Quick break for the news. Dan Weinbaum's got that coming up in two minutes. We will see you on the other side of the news. She is Dana Wright. My name's Scott here on KMBZ.
1: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.